0: It's Monday of the fourth week of Lent. It's also the feast of St. Joseph today. Welcome to today's Lentcast. This is Father John Zolzdorf. Today, our Roman station is at Santi Quattro Coronati, the four holy crowned martyrs. First, we gather at the Colic Church, Santo Stefano Rotondo, the round basilica on the Celian Hill, about 300 yards away. And then we go over to the church on the edge of the Celian Hill, which may be named for a military decoration. Roman soldiers were given crowns for different sorts of accomplishments. And actually, three different groups of martyrs from the persecutions of Diocletian between 303 and 306 are associated with this church. On the slope of the hill between the colosseum and the lateran basilica the tower you see here is one of the oldest remaining in rome there was a titulus or parish here of the same name already in 595 during the time of st pope gregory the great in the crypt you find the tombs with the remains of many ancient martyr soldiers who still inspire us today even as they pray for us who live in similar times and face similar, though subtler, and more seductive challenges from secular authorities. In the St. Sylvester Chapel, off the second courtyard as you approach the church, you find a spectacular 13th century fresco of the conversion of Constantine, which was inspired by the so-called golden legend of Jacopo de Voragine. From Toward Easter by, say it with me, Father Patrick Trowadec. Saint Joseph is the virginal spouse of Mary, who is the holiest of women, the perfect model of all virtues. A just man and of the royal race, Saint Joseph knew well the Scriptures. He could not be unaware of this prophecy of Isaiah the virgin shall conceive and shall bear a son. When he sees Mary expecting a child, Saint Joseph understands that she is this virgin who has been foretold. Very humble, he finds himself unworthy of remaining with her whom God has chosen to be the mother of his son. He therefore decides to go away from her discreetly. It is then that the Lord communicates to him in a dream a knowledge of the great mystery of the Incarnation in view of the Redemption. Since his son needs an adopted father here below, and since the mother of God needs a protector, it is to him that providence confines these two missions." St. Joseph receives them with admirable faith, and he acquits himself of his charge with courageous obedience. All his life is summarized in a perfect submission to the divine plan, even when it includes situations that are very mysterious and obscure. In our life also, there is always something of mystery. Indeed, as God has repeated time and time again in Holy Scriptures, His ways are not our ways, His designs are not our designs. Kind St. Joseph, intercede for me. Help me always to say yes to God and not to be troubled when, in my life, I find myself faced with obscurities, with difficulties, or with mystery. I wish also on your feast day to ask you to watch over all the families of the earth, and especially over my own. May you uphold all the fathers of the world in their role as spouse, as head of the family, and as educator. From Consecration to St. Joseph by Father Donald Calloway. The Catechism tells us that in order to prepare for death, we should entrust ourselves to St. Joseph. In other words, consecrate yourself to Joseph. To prevent an unhappy death, a death that catches us unprepared without the last sacraments, prepare for it now by consecrating yourself to St. Joseph and living a holy life. In giving everything to St. Joseph, death will not catch you un- unprepared. Today, many people are not prepared for death. They do not consider their mortality living as if they are immortal and immune to the grave. The finality of death will be a torture for such people. As for you, live a pious life in union with the Church. Remain in a state of sanctifying grace. Go to confession and Holy Communion frequently. Give everything to Joseph.